0: S, speak like a native, practice with feedback, study, get creative. W, woke, period, consciously be aware of what you're saying. A, accents matter, stress and expression, romance, swagger. G, grammar check, conjugate the verbs, use the right verb tense. A, tengo un secreto, escúchame bien por un rato. Guess what, when you speak Spanish, it's not English, it's Spanish. Soul, sprinkle that swag, stop walking around posting like, yeah, you may know. Dude, you sound ridiculous. Your ignorance is not conspicuous. Hey, I'm speaking from experience. Not a guru, but striving for excellence. Been speaking at Espanol desde el colegio. Hey, no más monolingue. Spanish web drip, yo soy bilingue. And you can do it too. Apply the to Spanish swag, hey, you'll hey, see hey, you through. A.S. Este, speak like a native. Practice with feedback, study, get creative. W. Woke, period. Consciously be aware of what you're saying. A, accents matter, stress and expression, romance swagger. G, grammar check, conjugate the verbs, use the right verb, A, hola, 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 everybody, hola, everybody, ¿cómo están? Espero se encuentren bien. Saludos a todos. What up, though, What's good up in your hood? Yo me llamo Jessie Feliz y yo soy la host, yo soy la presentadora de Spanish swag. Bienvenidos. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Y'all, Finalmente ha llegado el mes de febrero. And no, we do not say February in Spanish as febrero. Denied. I hear a lot of people say that. Febrero. Enero, febrero, marzo. Y'all, you know better, you got to do better. Right? We don't want our ignorance to just reign supreme. We got to do better. Pronounce the word February, the month February with me. Febrero. Febrero. That doesn't sound anything like Febrero. We got to be woke, period. Consciously be aware of what you're saying. We have to be aware that Febrero does not sound like Febrero, right? We're here to learn, laugh, and grow together. I'm not throwing no shade at anyone, but I do want to elevate my people. We got to do better, y'all. So finalmente ha llegado Febrero. Finally, February has arrived. And as always, I'm always geeked and fired up. But because it's Febrero, y para ustedes que no sepan, I don't know what's up with that. But if you eres una person de los Estados Unidos, you know that February is a special time to turn up. okay finalmente ha llegado el mes de febrero, que es el mes de la historia o la herencia negra. This is when we celebrate Black History Month. And me personally, the way you say literally Black History Month is el mes de la historia negra. I like to say el mes de la herencia negra, which means Black Heritage Month. Yeah! Black? Because me and my people, we make history every day. Okay. We make some history every day. Okay. But I want us to still be connected, you know, to ourselves. And it's not just something in the past. And I know we say, oh, I'm black every day, but I'm blackity black, 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 black. I love it. I love all of that. But I love this concept of heritage. We're going to be talking about that. La herencia. is something that's connected. It's not just something physical. It's something that is internal. It goes through my veins. It's just all of who I am. It's all of who you are. If you connect and resonate con nuestra cultura. And so my sincerest hope is that no matter where you are, Si tú estás aquí en los Estados Unidos, o en Canadá, en Europa, en América Central, o en Costa Rica, Costa Rica, en el sur de América, en el Caribe, en Asia, or in the motherland as a resident tourist native in Africa. Wherever you may be, donde quiera. Okay, que esté. I hope that we never forget the strength, resilience, creativity, endurance, and swag of our people, past and present. Through the good times, good times. In you meet a payment, good, good times. Time. You meet a friend. In los tiempos malos, we are a people that not only survive but who thrive no matter what is thrown at us. So when I say say it loud, mm, I'm black and I'm proud. One more time, say it loud. Be proud. Be proud. Yo soy negra y muy orgullosa de quien soy yo, de mi herencia. De todas las cosas que son parte de quien soy yo. And as one of the most talented salsa singers of all time, Celia Cruz, y ella es cubana. Remember we learned last week, de donde say ella? Or if I'm asking you de donde eres tú, she would say, soy de Cuba, or soy cubana. Pero que descanse en paz, rest in peace, queen. But as one of the most talented salsa singers of all time, Celia Cruz puts it, La negra tiene tumbao. La negra tiene tumbao. Azúcar. esa negrita que va caminando esa negrita Azúcar. Azúcar. No camina de And what does tumbao actually mean? What is it tumbao que tiene la negrita, no? Well, shout to user Catman351 from SpanishDict.com's Q&A part of the website. I love how he describes tumbao as one word with multiple meanings rolled into one. It's style, grace, beat, rhythm, flair, attitude, poise, character, confidence, unashamed, in-your-face, self-promoting. You get the idea. It's all of that. All of that. (laughs) And since this is the first podcast of the month, de Febrero, which is february wake up wake up wake up. It's wake up wake up wake up wake up wake up wake up it's the first of month. el tema del día the theme for today is the power of ache and you're like oh my gosh what is ache el poder de ache the power of ache you want to know what ache is H como se pronuncia la letra H in Spanish. H is how you pronounce the letter H in the Spanish alphabet. And trust me, it relates so much to el mes de la herencia y historia negra. E historia negra. It relates so much to Black Heritage and Black History Month. The power of H. Say it with me. El poder de H. It just sounds like it, right? But the reason why we're talking about this is because this is Black History Month, right? Black Heritage Month, and in English, both of those words, history and heritage, start with "ache." And guess what? In español, both of those words, herencia e historia, start with empieza con la che también. But it, there's power in "ache." Because think about it, with the word hola, for example, H-O-L-A, we're not saying hola, amigos, hola. No, la H is sh- silenciosa. But Let me just let, let me sprinkle a little bit of, a little something right there. Even when the letter is silent, there's still power in that letter. You can't just be walking around here not including the letter because there's power, and you got to put some respect On that letter, because it tiene un propósito and your heritage, your history matters. This is not something that we only celebrate durante el mes de febrero. But we're going to talk briefly about la historia, the history de donde viene, esa celebración, ese día o ese mes festivo. But rather, I want us to dig even deeper than that and go from meta to micro to like super uber micro. Because what is something that you carry? That makes you uniquely you. Within la cultura negra. No? Pero, primeramente. First things first. First thing first. Just in case some folks don't know. Some people may not know. And I do. Look, we are not here to throw any shade. Melanin to Dr. Throw her shade. Melanin to Dr. Throw her shade. Beyonce was a G on that one. She was a really G on that clip right there. Um, Pero, it's good to... Review as well. So even if you're like, oh, I'm a scholar of all things pertaining to La Historia Negra. Well, you should be up here affirming and confirming what I'm about to say, okay? But sometimes we got a whole lot of things going on. So it's good to pause for the cause and reflect and review and to remind ourselves again of that greatness that not only resides in still carries through and saturates through who we are today, but also how it's so great that it impacted the world, still impacts the world, and provided so many doors of opportunities for everybody else. So you got to pay respect with respect's to. So, el 7 de febrero, el 7 de febrero, February 7th, del año 1926, 1926, Carter G. Woodson initiated the first celebration of what was called Negro history week, which led eventually to black history month to extend and deepen the study and scholarship on African-American history all year long. Carter G said, this crusade is much more important than the anti-lynching movement because there would be no lynching if it did not start in the schoolroom. Hold up, y'all. I'm going to have to put that post up because some of these folks are acting so crazy about CRT. Isn't it crazy? I promise you. I promise you. Critical race theory. This It's crazy that we even have to label stuff, but we do because of the craziness that's going on. What did Carter G. Woodson just say? There would not be any lynching. He spoke this in the 1920s. There wouldn't even be any lynching if it didn't start first in the schoolroom. And what do we see that's going on 100 years later? If his words don't resonate, y'all, That's what I'm saying, whether you are abroad already living, or you're in the process of transitioning, or you tu eres turista, or you're just trying to figure out what you're doing here, aquí en los Estados Unidos, or abroad, please rest assured, right? It's still going on to this day. And I also want to speak to all of my beautiful, melanated people abroad that have left los Estados Unidos while you have left, please still educate your children because you are only in the privilege and the and the and have the ability to and the opportunity to do that because you would not even be here to be able to do that if it had not been for your people who fought for you to even get here. Yeah! Because I know some folks be like, I'm just gonna X off anything that has to do with my past. If that makes you feel good, okay. Um, you gotta do, look at Kiana, yeah, you know, what makes you survive and feel okay. But I also hope that we continue because people have fought for so many years and still are fighting on your behalf. Please do not think you just spun out of nowhere and you did this all by yourself. Nope. Because that ain't it. That ain't it. I love how my cousin said that ain't it. But his words resonate a hundred years later. Let me repeat what he said. This crusade is much more important than the anti-lynching movement because there will be no Lynching, if it did not start in las aulas de clase, in the schoolroom, his words still resonate to this day, almost a hundred years later. Porque todavía está pasando hoy en día. You better put some respect on the name. Put some. Put some. Put some. Put some. Put some some respect on his name. Put some respect on my name. Oh, this is what I wanted to say. I mentioned it earlier, but I did not complete my thoughts. It's so interesting to me that that energy, I'm going to call it for what it is, is descendants of the colonizer. That's People don't want to say, I'm not a colonizer. No, boo, but you still are carrying them genes up in there. And I'm not even talking about your phenotype and genotype, something that may be measured by scientific notions. I'm talking about mindsets. Why is it that when people use these two specific acronyms, Every time I've seen, I, I'm promising you, every time I've seen like a clip from a school board meeting where people are arguing or discussing something or people are outside at a rally, I promise you, when I hear people say the acronym BLM, because I guess it's too much to actually say out loud. And this also goes all the way up to Congress because I've heard some se llama? politicians <laughs> have that same descendant of colonizer energy and frequency in their voice too so this is not just regular folk that just may be living up in centuries of ignorance these are so-called educated, and yeah i have to say educated because if you were truly educado then i would think there'll be a little something different to change but it's interesting how when i hear people say blm when they oppose the movement it sounds the exact same way as when i hear parents opposing and politicians opposing crt which is basically just teaching the truth about history. Oh, and how it relates to what's going on currently today. And so the sound, I promise you, the tone is always like BLM. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say yes and BLM. And it's weird. Why are you even saying the acronym? Can you just say it out loud? I get it. Maybe if you're typing real quick or you're going to that BLM rally, right? It's informal. Or maybe you're creating a poster or a sticker. It's not enough espacial not enough space to actually write Black Lives Matter, lesbidas, negras, I get that if it's an issue with, like, logistics. But when you're speaking it out loud, are you struggling to say it because black lives don't matter to you? BLM. It's always like that. And then you hear that same sentiment. CRT. <laughs> Is it too difficult to say critical race theory? Does it hurt your soul? If it does... I'm going to give you this glass of agua with a little bit of Spanish swag juice. I hope that just make you feel a little bit better, boo. But, but black, yes, black lives matter. Las vidas negras importan. a mi sitio web. Go to my website, jessifeliz.com. I teach any and everybody, everybody is welcome to speak and learn Spanish. Whether you are a Spanish teacher, docente de español, or you are a learner, un alumno de español, I am here para servirles. But let me let you know right quick so there ain't nobody confused. At the very bottom me see sitio web, my footer after says, copyright Jesse Feliz LLC, 2022, 2022. I say it loud and proud. Las vidas negras importan. Black lives matter. I don't want anyone to be confused. If you have been following me online or you have been listening to me, and now that the turn up is begun, Para el mes de febrero, let me let you know right now. Las vidas negras importan. Black lives matter. Then they matter hoy and they gonna matter para el futuro. When you rolling with me. And for y'all that know me, I'm all about buenas vibras. Do not come around me on that negative tip. Or actually no, come around me. Cause I just want to spread enough love and light. Y felicidad, true happiness a todos. And part of that light is saying that black lives matter. If you got that CRT, BLM, it sounds so funny when you see like grown, grown men, when you see somebody young and dumb, I'm just like, Lord, say a prayer for the baby. But when they grown, I mean, somebody's mama, somebody's pappy, somebody's granddaddy, and they're still like going with that energy, that colonizer energy. I'm like, dang, centuries later, and you still acting like you're trying to get your pitchfork. Really? Say a little prayer for you. That's what I'm going to say about that. Pero tu herencia, tu historia, your history, your story, your heritage, important, very important. And that's why we're talking about the power, el poder de H, the power of age. Shout out to Brother Carter G for first initiating this right? At least publicly known first initiating it. It may have been some brothers and sisters for years trying to do it, but for whatever reason, he was able to accomplish it as he did. And again, we know why this is so important, right? He chose that week specifically in Febrero because it included both El Cumpleaños de Frederick D. and Abraham Lincoln, all right? And Negro History Week grew in popularity, for decades, decades afterwards. And then mayors across those Estados Unidos started turning up and celebrating it too. Especially mayors and ciudades con poblaciones negras. Thank you to all the mayors that were not afraid to do something different, to go against that CRT, anti-CRT, anti-BLM. Because listen, there's some brothers and sisters that were abolitionists that still carry, guess what? That abolitionist energy. So at the same rate... That you got some colonizer descendant energy that is still perpetuating from Washington, D.C. all the way down to your regular neighborhood for some folks. You also got that abolitionist energy. So you got to pay respect where respect's due. But shout out to the amazing students of Kent State University in Febrero de 1969 in 1967. These amazing educators and students, the black students united at Kent State, they first start proposing, hey, let's take it from being una semana, a week, and let's turn it into mes, un mes de celebraciones, a month full of celebrations, right? And so from their effort, which was only there as the pioneering effort from Carter G and the pioneering effort of countless other people that may not make the famous list of history, right? In 1960, 1970, 1970, moving on, they started the turn up at Kent State for Black History Month. And you know what I love about it? Guess what, y'all? When Kent State started they ain't start It's primero de febrero. They ain't start February 1st. Did you know that? When they started, they started celebrating. They let y'all celebrate. Oh, I'm your nuevo new year. <laughs> Getting over my hangover. They let you do that. And I told you what New Year's Day represented for our people. Remember that. If you didn't, go back a few uh, podcasts and learn about that. Holla at your girl. Holla at the, the interwebs and listen to that, please. Para los días Festivos, whichever podcast I did where we were talking about festivals and holidays, mm-hmm. New Year's Eve and New Year's Day meant something different for our people. Stay woke, always. But they celebrated at Kent State from January 2nd all the way to the end of February. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. When we say we celebrate black history every day, that's what we do. I am paying homage every day. I strive todos los días. Yo no soy perfecta. On solamente el altísimo. Only the most high is. But out of the little bit of what I can contribute, a mi familia, to my family, a mi tribu, to my tribe, a mis classes, to my students, a mi comunidad, right? We celebrate black history. La historia es negra todos los días. Tres... 165 días al año, right? Pero, we especially will turn up para el mes de la herencia negra, de la historia negra. So, also give shout outs to, because here's the thing. I'm not one of this person who's was like, oh, it's all about me and my people. Art. Well, we all got to work and collaborate together, we don't got to all even like each other where's it say thou shalt like everything about everybody we don't even have to agree but we do need to respect that's what i think is a big issue y'all it's like nos falta respect though like for real for real like put some respect on my name put some respect on my name just respect each other like do right by yourself do right by your children do right by your community and put some respect on my name I'm not saying my name specifically. Y'all know I'll be giving that shout out to uh Baby. Not little baby and not the baby, but just Baby. The original Baby, right? So, 6 years after that in 1966, I keep saying 60, 70, I says 1976, President then President Gerald Ford recognized Black History Month officially, right? And he urged Americans to, quote, unquote, seize the opportunity to honor the too often neglected accomplishments of black Americans in every area of endeavor throughout our history. Do I have to stress that our nuestra historia? So for all the folks that want to talk trash, like, well, you don't have to celebrate Black History Month. And for all these teachers up in all these schools, they're like, I'm not teaching about black (laughs) they also say it the same way black (laughs) colonizer energy if I hear anybody I just call it for what it is when I hear someone say CRT you know what it really reminds me and I need to find that effect for all of us kids born in the 80s and you grew up watching 90s cartoons Remember towards the end of like childhood when Power Rangers came out, the original Power Rangers, I don't know what they do now. They like have different powers and I'm talking about throwback Power Rangers. Like you used to come home after school, you were not streaming anything. You couldn't binge watch. You knew your episode would come on after school a las cuatro at four o'clock or a las cuatro y media. So I remember Power Rangers, one of like, Oh, it was that witch or whatever that woman was. OMG, I have to find her. But it was that woman with like the horns and I think she wore purple or black or something. And she had that voice, the Power Rangers. Never mind that. Make me a musical monster that will mesmerize those pathetic Power Rangers and bring them to their knees like a Pied Piper only meaner. Oh my, que- that same right here. Yep, that's her. I don't know if her name was Rita or whatever it was, but that same energy is the same Uh, colonizer energy that is still passing centuries later through genetics, through culture, through nature or nurture. I'm not here to judge which way or determine exactly, but we see it still present to this day. You got that same energy as old girl from Power Rangers, right? Hold up. I gotta look this lady up. Original Power Rangers Evildoer? I guess I want to call her Evildoer. Rita That was it. Rita Repulsa. Yes, is a female humanoid sorceress who was once bent on intergalactic domination. And she was the main, what? Antagonist antagonista. Hmm. Rita Repulsa. Yep, old girl, right there. I'm gonna start calling that because some folks are extra sensitive. Don't call me a colonizer. I'm not a colonizer. Okay, you got that Rita Repulsa energy. That's what I'm gonna call you. Okay? You got some Rita Repulsa. Okay, Rita. That's the energy you're bringing about us? Celebrate, everybody. Why can't we not turn up and celebrate? We had a fight just for a week because you didn't want to include nuestra historia, even though there would not be a United States if it had not been para la gente negra. Period. You got that right. Period. Let alone how much we have influenced el mundo, the world. Period. You got that right. So, bounce Step back. Take a few feet back, Rita. That's what I'm start calling it. Rita Repulsa. That's what it was right there. <laughs> but the amazing thing is that everybody ain't Rita Repulsa. Everybody that's white does not got that Rita energy, that colonizer energy. Some people have overcome that. Some of them are representing their amazing ancestors who were abolitionists. Hey, hey lovely friends. It's the, the lovely twins. twins. We are the authors of a lovely world adventures book series. Our books are written in our own words. And we tell our real life story about moving to Mexico and making new friends. Go to lovelypublications.com L-O-V-E-L-E-I-G-H-P-U-B-L-I-C-A-T-I-O-N-S morning, gente. I am Dr. Kami Anderson, and I'm asking you to be a part of my hashtag Black Linguistic Army by joining me at Bilingual Brown Babies. This is a fully online language program for Black emphasis families, and I'm hoping that you will join me. That is on Instagram at Bilingual Brown Babies or on the web www.bilingualbrownbabies.com. Hasta pronto. I got, I got, I got, I got loyalty, got loyalty inside my DNA. Talking about the power of Ache, Okay, herencia starts, heritage starts with the letter H. As much as we hear about all these clowns, I wanna know <laughs> with this Rita energy, with this colonizer energy, who are the descendants of the abolitionists? Are they still trying to keep quiet? Why don't we hear about these people? And I'm I'm thinking out loud, y'all. I am definitely a person who prefers extroversion. I'm an external processor, if you didn't get that about me right now. But real talk, I need to do some research myself. Yo necesito investigar. Who were these people that were the abolitionists? Why don't we know their names? Why do I gotta know about the names? And then we hear people get all mad when we wanna tear down statues of a bunch of Rita-oriented folks. What about the folks that were standing up for liberty? I don't even feel like I was taught about any single abolitionist to the degree where I remember their name. So do your research y'all. And I'm saying the y'all I'm included in the y'all Jessica do your research. Okay. Because I'm really like feeling convicted right now. I don't know a single abolitionist name. I'm not talking about some mainstream president who voted to join the community together. No, nah, we already know about some of that stuff. I'm not dealing with that. I'm talking about who were these brothers and sisters, brothers and sisters from the other mama, but brothers and sisters of humanity nonetheless that were also fighting on our behalf, that were risking a whole lot for us. I challenge you. If you figure some stuff out, I'm going to be looking into it this week myself. I need to do some research myself. Hold me accountable, y'all. I should be bringing, delivering some content. Follow me online, Jesse Feliz Plus. That is Jesse, J-E-S-S-I-E, named after my papa, who is J-E-S-S-E. Okay. Feliz, F-E-L-I-Z, plus, plus, because you get more than just what you think you're going to get with me. <laughs> Ballin' dipset, set. Pero en serio, like I'm challenging you, so I'm challenging myself. Who are these amazing abolitionists that helped us across enemy lines? But President Gerald Ford, he said, you know, we got to seize this opportunity to honor the too often neglected. That was so sweet. The too often neglected. How about just a straight up neglected? But it's too often. I get that too, right? But special shout out to not only countries that celebrate it, but there's countries and communities outside of Los Estados Unidos that celebrate el mes de la historia negra. Did y'all know that both Canada, not both, did you know that Canada... The UK, the Netherlands, Los Países Bajos, and Irlanda, and Ireland celebrated too. Ireland celebrates Black History Month. I did not know that. I promise you, when I'm able to travel safely again, because you know I miss for y'all that know me, me muero por fuera. I miss my querido puerto viejo demasiado. pero it ain't the time for that, because again, the way I see some of these folks on these airplanes, if somebody come to me, and I got my seven year old, and my two year old, I promise you, I don't know what I'm gonna do I try to be really calm but I will turn into the she hawk with the quickness, when it comes to you messing with my children he who does not provide for his own is worse than the infidel, do not step, I take care of mines. so if you come to me with some Rita, repulsive energy, or some colonizer descendant energy, and you ain't up on that abolitionist energy, or whatever disrespectful energy you up on, is going to be a problem. So when it's safe, holistically, for me to travel, con mi hijos, con mi Willa, with my children, then Ireland is most definitely up on the spot. Because Ireland not only celebrates Black History Month, they turn up with Douglas Week. Hashtag Douglas Week. Do your research, everybody. We're talking about historia. We're talking about herencia. Okay? The power of H, the power of H. It's a silent letter, but best believe it has a place. It will not be ignored. I will not be ignored. You will not be ignored. Las vidas negras importan. Black lives matter, period. And side note. <laughs> side note, but this is una nota noticia muy importante. Did y'all know that the great, great, great grandson of Frederick D, as in Frederick Douglass, is also the great great grandson of Booker T. Washington. His name is Kenneth B. Morris. We talking about royalty? Everybody walking around. Oh my gosh! What about the prince and his wife and the queen? What nanana? All that got to do with you, tu herencia or tu historia? Now maybe you got some connection. Oh, the royal grandchild. I'm not hating celebrate life, celebrate people, do what you do. But as much as we get focused in on that, we don't even know about our own royalty. And let me let you know this. You're royal. You're royal. All of you are royal. I'm not saying you got to elevate one person to this platform or that platform. Someone is mas importante. No, no, boo-boo. You are royal yourself i got hustled, though ambition flow inside my dna i was born like this this born like this immaculate conception i transformed like this performed like this was you a new weapon i don't I'm talking about this one royalty member <laughs> kenneth b morris his great great granddaddy was booker t and his great 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 granddaddy was frederick d what and here's the thing it's not like oh my gosh does he have a new gucci bag or what is he going to wear to the special ball? No, this brother is doing stuff for his family, for his community. He, which also includes the amazing work he's doing with Marcus Hummond and Charles Randolph Wright. They have developed a new musical, a new play called American Prophet Frederick Douglass in his own words. It is debuting this summer, el año 2022, en el Distrito de Colombia, in Washington, D.C., Y'all already know I am geeked and I'm fired up, right? So as hype as all y'all were about Hamilton, which if you haven't heard me, I'm, I am I've did my little Hamilton hookup. I did my bilingual remix with my homie, Myron. Follow him at My Journey to Fluency. That's the number two. Not that two, but it'll, numerically two. My Journey to Fluency. We did our Spanish uh, bilingual remix version of Hamilton. And shout out to Lean Miranda. Like, amazing. But... Y'all better be turning up about American profit. I'm so excited. I am so excited to hear about this. This is what we need to be talking about. This is nuestra herencia, the power of H, our heritage, herencia. I just love how that sounds. Say it with me, herencia. Don't worry, we're about to get to the Spanish, you know. But I gotta set the tone. We gotta know what we're doing because you gotta equally understand language and culture. And I wanna stress this. You know what? learning and becoming bilingual has done for me. It's one thing. And remember on previous podcasts, we were talking about citas y dichos, how important it is to learn like refrains and sayings of the language that you're studying. And so for those of you that are learning Espanol, it's very important to learn those common expressions, right? As well as sayings, because they reflect the culture, the people who speak the language you are trying to acquire. But what's also super dope, y'all, In learning a new language, you can also, ¿cómo se llama? It's almost like you experience your own language differently. Maybe because we hear heritage so often that it may limit our appreciation for it. But it's something about saying, mi herencia. Say it with me, y'all. Mi, as in M-I, which means my. Mi herencia. Mi herencia. It's not (laughs) herencia. Mi herencia. There's something about saying that where I'm like, dude, I feel mi herencia. I feel it. I keep it year long. I don't turn up for el día de los muertos as everyone else does. I keep like a little mini ofrenda, and I don't consider it as a ofrenda, like a traditional offering. I have Clarabel Griffin, my great, great auntie, Right? Ella fue la tía de mi abuela. She was my grandmother's aunt. I have her diploma right above me, above the shelf, above donde estoy yo, sentada. Every time I come to you all, she's right there. I have una foto de ella con mi abuelita. I got a picture of her, Clarabelle, with my granny. I have her diploma where she graduated from Wilberforce in uh, (laughs) 1928. And it's, it's situated where it's like, we have it in this glass casing, but no one wants to touch it because it's so old you can see it. You draw strength from that. That's your historia. That's your herencia. To my knowledge, ella fue la primera persona de graduarse de la universidad. She was the first person in my family, to my knowledge, to graduate from college. And specifically, ella llegó a ser una maestra. She became a teacher. Rest in peace. Great Aunt Claribel, Great, great Aunt Clarabelle. That's the herencia. That's the power of i I'm talking about. What's your H? ¿Qué es tu H? ¿Qué es tu historia? ¿Qué es tu herencia? What is your H? What is the power that you have as a result of la herencia that flows through your veins? Okay, you know I get high. So, vamos a continuar. So, ahora un poquito sobre el español. We're talking about el power, el poder de H. H is silent, but if the H is silent, why does it exist? So Gerald Erickson of thoughtco.com breaks it down very eloquently. For reasons of etymology, AKA word history only, just as a K in the English word no, such as, oh, I know how to solve basic mathematics. And the B in lamb, no one's walking around saying yes. Um, may I please have the lamb chops? And if you are, please um, get like a dictionary that's audible. Like Go to Merriam-Webster's. You can type a word in. If you know anybody right now, we got to stop and pause for the calls. If you know anybody right now that's walking around saying lamb, you're not in the right uh, millennia. You're not in the right century, boo-boo. You who was your kindergarten teacher? And stop putting us pressure on the teachers. Who Who's your mama? Who's your daddy? Who your abuela? Because someone shown up should have corrected you walking around saying some lamb. Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> no. So just as that K in the word, no, K-N-O-W, and the B in lamb used to be audible. It used to be. I mean, back in the day, the day, 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 day. That that you know in Detroit we always got to mix that that, that 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 back in the day it was audible. That same way, the Spanish "ache" the "h" used to be pronounced ages ago. Okay, almost all Spanish consonants have become softer over the years. That's why when we say Spanish, when you speak with that swag, A, hey, accents matter, stress and expression, romance swagger. Part of that romance is not a, oh, I'm so romantico, I speak Spanish. No, the romance part is that la, la, la lengua, the vowels and your, your tongue, the way you pronounce the words, the vowels drive the language. Not these hard consonants, the way they do in English, right? And so over time, la H became muda, mute. Y ahora la letra es silenciosa. But let me tell you something again. I'm going to keep saying it one more again. Aunque la H es silenciosa. Although it's silent, oh, it will not be ignored. Hay poder. There is power um, con la H. There is power. There is power con la H. And there's a few more grammatical ideas and special rules for la letra H. But generally, in H, the letter H in Spanish is silent. So, por favor, no más diga, hola, amigos, because ain't none of that ignorance conspicuous. All right? So what is this power of ache, And how does it relate to Black History or Black Heritage Month? We pronounce H loud and proud in English. It's history. No, it's her story. I want my hamburger done well, please. Have it your way. Have it, have it, have it. Haters gonna hate, ballers gonna ball, players gonna play. Don't forget about them players because they sure enough gonna play. But then sometimes H in English throws us off too. Like with the word H-E-R-B, is it herb or herb? Or this one right here, H-U-M-B-L-E? As in, I humbly come before you. Or is it humbly? I want to see you that in Texas. There is a city in Texas. And yo no pero yo viví I lived there for a year. And I used to be so confused because I, don't, I still don't remember what it was. I would say, oh, humble mall or humble public schools. And then is it humble or is it humble? But, well, what's going on? But here's one thing about Spanish. Apart from a few random, mainly foreign words that do not have like a full Spanish equivalent, Lache casi siempre silenciosa. It's always going to be silent. Just put that in your brain. There will be very, very few, probably like less than 10 words that embrace that hard H sound, right? And even then, most people still don't make it as hard, right? But humbly, I come before you, my love. You have to be humble or you got to be humble out here in these streets. <laughs> Well, whether you pronounce the H hard or soft in English or if you're speaking Espanol y la H silenciosa, again, there is power in this letter. And since it's Black History and Heritage Month, we're going to learn some powerful words that begin with the letter H or H in Spanish. So, primeramente, vamos a revisar las vocales. Let's quickly review las vocales. Why? Because you're about to have a listening test. After we review Las Vocales, I am going to say cuantas palabras. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho. I am going to pronounce ocho palabras, eight words in Espanol. All eight of these words will begin with la H, the letter H, right? And we know it's silent, so please do not say, wait a minute. I didn't hear her say he, ho, ho, who." Please stop, pause, rewind, start over again because there's a disconnection, boot, And I do not need you moving forward if you need some reinforcement, okay? So go ahead and numeral on su papele. Go ahead and number in your paper, uno hasta ocho, one through eight. Vamos a revisar primeramente las vocales. Let's first review these vowels because I want to test and see if you all can spell these words out. Now, the majority of them are cognates. Cognates are words that have the same meaning and they have a similar pronunciation or written form, okay? And so it helps for us as American English speakers because we can make these connections, okay? But what kind of jacks it up is because we know, for example, historia, we know that it means history by looking at it, most of us do, then we're still like, historia? And it's like, nah, you speak in Spanish, not English. Pero primeramente vamos a revisar las vocales. Then I'm going to pronounce two times each, these ocho palabras, these eight words, and then afterwards I will spell them out in English so that no one is confused, okay? A, E, I, O, U, A, E, I, O, U. Las vocales españoles son A, E, I, O, U, A, E, I, O, U. The letter A is A, the letter E is A, the letter I is E, the letter O is O, the letter O is U. A-E-E-O-U, A-E-E-O-U, A-E-E-O-U. What, A-E-E-O-U, A-E-E-O-U. Muy bien, okay. Ahorita, go ahead and number that one through eight. First word, first things first. First word, again, and you know what, to make it easier, go ahead, escribe Ache. Go ahead and write H for one through eight because all of these words will begin with H. Go ahead and do that. Okay, numero uno. Historia. Historia. La historia. Numero dos. Herencia. You've been hearing me say that this whole time herencia, herencia, herencia. Number three, hermano, 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 hermano. Hermano. Number four. Hombro, hombro. Do not get that confused with hombre. I didn't say hombre. I said hombro, hombro, hombro. Numero cinco, number five, hijo, hijo, hijo. Number six, hora. 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 ¿Qué hora es? Hora. Número siete. Number seven. Heredero. 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 Y la última palabra, the last word. Hereditario. 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 Okay. Now vamos a chequear. Let's go ahead and review. Number one, historia. H-I-S-T-O-R-I-A. Historia. Say it with me. Historia. If you spelled it correctamente, give give yourself a kiss. Perfectissimo. Number two, herencia. Herencia. H-E-R-E-N-C-I-A. Herencia. Heritage. I just love saying it. Look, y'all, I am totally not from the East Coast whatsoever or the Mid-Atlantic, but I am so thankful. Siempre agradecida por los años cuando yo vivía en in Baltimore because I work with so many amazing educators from Baltimore and from the East Coast and certain ways that they would pronounce certain words I just feel it. You just feel it. And that's how you cultivate your idiolecto, your individualized lecto, right? Clearly, I pronounce a whole lot of things in English because I was raised in the Midwest, and I clarified last week, uh, black American Midwest. That other mess that they got going on, let me not say mess, that's someone else's culture. The other Midwestern that may be more Caucasian oriented, that is not how me and my people or folks in my community speak, Okay but I love the pronunciation from a lot of my East Coast people and mid-Atlantic people, especially with words like heritage. I just feel it, heritage versus heritage, my heritage. Heritage, it's like, oh. I feel, you know, honestly, when I told you earlier that when I say mi herencia, how I feel that in Spanish, I feel that same way when I say it with my sprinkle little East Coast delecto on it, heritage. Heritage. I love it. Versus heritage. You feel it. Like, that's my heritage. Right? So, again, that's spelled H-E-R-E-N-C-I-A. Herencia. Number three, hermano. Hermano. H-E-R-M-A-N-O. Hermano means brother. If you change that O to an A, hermana means sister. Numero cuatro, H-O-M-B-R-O. Hombro. Hombro. If you were changing that O to an E, hombre means man. I know a lot of us have heard of hombre, but I said hombro, H-O-M-B-R-O. That means shoulder. I wanted to include that word because you know what? In spite of everything going on, we should all be able to have a shoulder for people to lean on. Now, we are not trying to handicap folks. We are not about that life. We got to each... Do what we got to do. What's the saying? Un dicho en español. No hay atajo sin trabajo. We got to put in that work, 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 work. But it's also good to not only think about yourself because some people may need a shoulder to lean on every now and then. And you yourself will need to lean on somebody's shoulder. Hombro. Shoulder. Número cinco. Hijo. Hijo. H-I-J-O. That means child or it can mean son. Hija means daughter, adding the A. Numero seis, hora, H-O-R-A, hora. That means hour, y'all, that means time. There is an appointed time for everything. I know the United States, where the majority of us come from, I would imagine, based off the podcast statistics, um, we are very time-oriented. Start work at eight (laughs) o'clock. I can't even finish the sentence. I, maybe I got, they say CP time. Don't say that. That's offensive. All right. For those people, being in Costa Rica, digamos, Tico time. We are event oriented people. Okay. That's what I say. I am event oriented. I said eight o'clock, Jessica. I did not say 8.07. Am I here? Am I going to do an amazing job? Am I going to do a better job than probably most of the folks that got here a half an hour early? I'm not, first of all, I'm not trying to say don't show up late. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to say don't show up on time. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, I try my very best, but I'm also got to go and roll with the waves of the ocean. I I can't control the waves of the sea. I mean, real talk, I might need like two, three more minutes, but I'm here, I show up, I'm here, I'm ready to work. That used to be crazy, y'all. Again, learning about order that time, I promise you all, I had a professor that showed up. Our class started like, at 8 in the morning, I, and you know, I think in college, what is it? In the United States, after 10, 15 minutes, if the professor does a no-show, you all can leave? Well, una de mis profesoras in Costa Rica, class started como a las ocho de la mañana. And so I remember 8.30 rolled around, and everyone was like, wait a minute, we're supposed to stay? And so some people started packing up their stuff. And some people may have even left. I don't remember who all left, but I remember it being a big issue. But we were like, remember they told us about Tico time? And this was like itching people, but the class was like a three-hour class. So I'm like, huh, you know. Like 8 45, the teacher shows up and is like, oi, hola, buenos dia, misamore, And everyone's looking at her like, uh, profe, son las ocho y, cuarenta y cinco. And she said, Oh, see, let's go And she wanted to start telling us about she ran into a neighbor. She hadn't seen it so long, blah, 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 blah. blah. And some people were really, really upset. Because of la hora, H-O-R-A. But you got to just sometimes go with the flow. Number seven, heredero, heredero, H-E-R-E-D-E-R-O. Heredero, that means air. Not the air you breathe, but H-E-I-R. Ooh, I love that word. I'm break that down why I love that word and why I want us to be real reflective durante este tiempo. And then number eight, ocho, is hereditario. Hereditario, H E R E D I T A R I O. Or you can change that O to the N, I mean at the end to a A. Hereditaria, which means um, como se llama Hereditario? It's más como hereditary. Oftentimes when we hear these words, specifically heredero or heir, we think of someone that is royal, an heir to the throne. Or when we hear hereditario hereditary. We often think so, think about something as negative, like a hereditary disease. Pero qué más hemos heredado? What else have we inherited, y'all? What have you inherited? What have I? We gotta dig deeper than what we can physically see and measure by external, whack societal standards. That's this power of ace. I want you all during this week after listening and moving forward. Escribe una lista. Write a list down of all the things that you have inherited. Focus on the good. We know the bad is what it is. And if it is the bad stuff, think about what are you going to do in order to overcome that or to learn and grow and heal from that. Don't have this valley mentality, right? Don't stay up and wallow up in the valley. I can subirse. You got to move on up. And it's not about moving up as if you are better, because whether you are here, or abroad, there, up, down, side to side, move your body left to right, it don't matter. Don't. Ubicado. When I'm saying up, I'm saying elevate your mind, elevate your thoughts, discover that power of Ache. Even if you do know it is Negrito, you don't gotta be Black. First of all, to rec- recognize Black History Month, everybody, everybody in the club getting excited, everybody needs to be studying some historia negra, in my opinion. But separate from that, you as an individual, I want you to discover ¿Cuál es el poder? ¿Cuál es tu poder de H? What is the power of H in your life? in tu vida? ¿In your existence? ¿De tu herencia? ¿De tu historia? What what is the power of H in tu vida? And how are you going to capitalize on that? Flip the script. Do what you got to do. Sprinkle a little swag on it. Learn to speak proficiently and efficiently and culturally, awarenessly. I made that last one up. I was stretching it. But for real, the power of Ache, y'all. That's what I wanted to talk about. There's so much more we can do and continue this conversation. But la cosa mas importante, the most important thing is cultivate that power of Ache from within. Because it's in each and every one of us. I'm proud of the Opal de la Aceh. I know I can look at my Aunt Clara Bell's diploma when I'm like, dude, I really just want to go to sleep. I um. Mm, mm, mm. I know everyone says, you need to take rest and all that stuff. I'm all about that. But you got to also grind for the things that you want. Ain't no damsel in distress energy up in here. Nah. Oh, I miss my cousin Douglas so much. I got his picture up here too. kid this I used to love Douglas, his accent. I love like, nah, cuz, nah right? So cultivate that power of Aceh. Learn more about your history. Learn more about your herencia. Use that to fuel you when you need to be fueled. Oh, I run on Tesla energy. I don't ever need to be fueled. Okay, boo, you do you. As Fab said, I'm too busy doing me to really care about what you do, as long as you are not impacting me, mi familia, y mi comunidad, which that type of energy more than like you're impacting someone else. So check yourself before you wreck yourself. So, Cultivate that power of Ache. Do some research. I'm going to be continuing my research as well. And I want to send you all nothing but lots of love, peace, light, y felicidad, happiness. And I just want to like, boom, like an 808. No, not like an 808. I just want to boom, just sprinkle all of you all with this poder de Ache, this power of Ache. Cultivate that power of Ache. Live your life. Let your light shine. And just pay homage to all the things that may be considered silent but they are also oh powerful adiós everybody y nos vemos pronto Hola everybody. I'm Jessie Feliz. I'm the host of Spanish Swag. Follow me online. Let's keep the conversation going at Jesse Feliz Plus on TikTok and on Instagram. Y búscame, look for me on YouTube by typing in Jessie Feliz. You can learn more about me, la manera de mi enseñanza, how I teach, and you can also get tons of free content online. So, sígame en línea en mis redes sociales y nos vemos pronto. Chao. Yeah, yo me llamo.